Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, October. October 2nd, it was it was a weekend in the NFL. Not a great one for your boy. Uh, the Jets looked competent Sunday night, which was a great way to close it out, and they covered the spread against the mighty Chiefs after falling down 17-0. We will get to the Jets and Chiefs a little later in the podcast. So much happened. Miami Dolphins finally knocked off their pedestal. They suffer their first L. The 49ers pretty clearly uh, have established themselves as superstars, and I've got a good 49ers take I think you'll like. But I'm going to start with a team that took an L. And I'm going to do it because I've never liked this franchise. This coach is one that I kind of respect. But I'm not a fan of because he's beaten the brains out of my New York Jets, I think, the last 15 times. Bill Belichick and Mac Jones totally laid a massive egg in Dallas on Sunday. This is after the Dallas Cowboys just got run out of Arizona by the lowly Cardinals. Belichick and Mac Jones... Go to Dallas, lose 38-3. to They fall to 1-3. and And what's more interesting is this is the third straight season Belichick has started 1-3. and Now, I know a lot of the haters will say, but Jay, Jay, Belichick historically uses September as like a, a training ground to see what he's got. He's tinkering. Well, that's fair. That's fine. You could do that back in the day before Josh Allen was a thing. You could do that before the likes of Tua was an MVP candidate. Joe Burrow was getting the Bengals to a Super Bowl. Uh, Hell, before Aaron Rodgers uh, ventured in to the AFC. You can't do that now. At 1-3, and the Patriots Patriots look hapless. And here's what's even more disturbing. Some of these numbers, folks, are a little troubling if you're a big Patriots fan. And I know we don't have a lot on this podcast because I constantly hate on Boston. So the Patriots open the season basically wetting the bed in the first quarter against the Eagles and fall down 16-0 and lose. They did make a spirited comeback, but they lost. Then they fall behind at home against Miami, 17-3. Another spirited comeback, good adjustments by Bill, but they lost and did not cover. Now you go to Dallas, big spot. This is kind of a a weakened Dallas team. We know they've had their red zone issues, which continued. And what happens? 
Belichick and the Patriots find themselves down 28-3, courtesy of Mac Jones fumbling, did not absorb the pressure well, gets hit from behind, strip, scoop, and score for Van Der Esch. And then right after that, like Mac Jones with an ill-advised throw across the field. He did it a few plays earlier, got away with it. Then he went back to the well, which is, you know, never ends well. Pick six, Patriots run it back. Uh, Patriots get the interception run back by the Cowboys, and the, the floodgates are open. And, you know, it, late in the third quarter, Belichick waves the white flag. No mas. Hey, Mac, you could sit down. Your day's done. Bailey Zappi, get in there. This was the third quarter. So not only are the Patriots starting one and three again, but they're falling behind early in games. And all last year we heard, well, Mac Jones doesn't have an offensive coordinator. Matt Patricia is a goofball. He stinks. He doesn't know offense. He's a historical defensive guy. He's a special teams guy. He's a rocket scientist. Like, an actual rocket scientist. Well, who are you going to blame now? You going to blame Bill O'Brien? Is, is he the problem? Is that why Mac Jones can't throw a pass to save his life? Like, who are you going to blame, Bill? The Patriots right now stink. They're not a good football team. Their lone win was surviving Zach Wilson in New York, and they gave Wilson all the opportunities late in that game. Three chances, I think, in the final seven minutes for Wilson to tie the game or take the lead, and he, of course, could not do it. And they survived the Jets. That's your one win, a 15-10 win over the Jets. And now Belichick is going to be dealing with all week. There's going to be, I know people don't want to hear it, but is Mac Jones the guy? And it's funny because last week on the show, Colin had a, a moment where he's like, listen, Jason and I are hearing things, and we heard it from the same person right to us about what's going on with the Patriots. And folks, internal, listen, it, it's nothing scandalous. It's just internally there are some things going on, and I'm sure it's going to come out. I think this will be a big week in New England for What's going on at quarterback? Is Mac Jones the guy? Does Belichick even like Mac Jones? Does Mac Jones work in this Patriots ecosystem? I don't know that he does. Listen, Tom Brady covered up a lot of warts. And since he's been gone, no playoff wins for Belichick. I will never forget. I for, <laughs> I'll never forget. I forget. I'll never forget asking someone on this podcast over under one half playoff win for Belichick without Tom Brady in New England. And I forget the guess, but it was like, ooh, we got got to think about this one. And he has one playoff appearance. They lost by like 70 to the Bills. Um, I think it was actually 47-17 or something. And it doesn't look like they're going to the playoffs now. The schedule by many metrics is the toughest in the league or second toughest to Miami. Um, And now they entertain the Saints who are coming in. Saints have one of the worst offenses in the league. But the Patriots just lost their defensive stars. Judon goes down. Peck muscle sounds like it's going to be a six to eight week thing. And then Christian Gonzalez, a star defensive back who had covered Tyreek Hill admirably, had done a really good job on Garrett Wilson. I mean, Christian Gonzalez looks like a primetime player. I think he shut A.J. Brown down largely in the opener. We don't know how long he's going to be out. So it's like, whoa, we're losing defensive stars as a defensive team. Our quarterback stinks. I mean, we got to beat the Saints at home, and you should be able to do that. New Orleans can't do anything offensively. But I'm starting to wonder, what, like, we'll have the quarterback discussion this week in Boston. All these radio stations, these meatballs will call in, done with Mac Jones, should we tank for a quarterback, all that nonsense. It's not happening. Um, but you got to wonder, like, when does this move from, okay, we tried the OC, uh, now with the quarterback. Maybe it's just the coach. Maybe we need a new voice in that locker room. I don't know, but it feels to me like Bill Belichick is at the end of the road in New England. Can't find a quarterback. 
Offensive coordinator's been an issue, and the team is just a tough watch. Like, you look around, like, the Saints right now are a tough watch. The Atlanta Falcons, man, you, you watch them, and you're just like, ugh, this is disgusting. Right now, the New England Patriots are gross to watch. They are not dynamic. They're not fun. They're not exciting. They can't move the football. And I, I think it feels like the beginning of the end for Belichick. You know he's a very proud guy. I can't imagine Kraft running him off. It, it's just starting to feel like this is probably rock bottom for the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. Now let's pivot to a positive story because, you know, I'm a positive guy. Um, Brandon Staley. <laughs> Brandon Staley and the Chargers survive, and that is the key word. They survive the Raiders and Rob G's guy, AOC, who, goodness gracious, I mean, Khalil Mack tried to kill him. Um, AOC was a turnover machine, yet there he was trying to drive for the game-tying score in the final minute because of Brandon Staley. And folks, this is legitimately starting to get wild. Brandon Staley is putting himself in this position where he cannot win. He cannot win. He's deep in his own end, nursing a lead, and if he punts, he has to trust his defense. And in the second half, the Vikings torch him, and in the second half, the Raiders ran up and down the field against him. So what he's doing late in games is he's like, I, I can't punt, so I, I think I'm going to just go for it. And he's going back to his Maverick days. If you remember when he it first got to the league as a head coach, he was going for it all the time. It was like, holy cow, this is exciting. They're doing crazy stuff. And people liked him. And then it, the tide started to turn because he lost a couple of those late games where he made poor, uh, made the decision to be aggressive and it didn't go his way. And then he started to realize, oh, there's this thing called the media and um, they actually have a say. And I'm not just saying like the ink-stained wretches who cover the team. I'm talking about radio internet, like that stuff has an impact whether or not you want to believe it. Because these owners, these billionaires, they got rabbit ears. They got kids. They got people in the building. And that stuff starts to weigh on people. And it's pretty clear it got back to Staley like, ooh, I got to dial it back. So what made him great or good was his aggressive nature. And he started to dial it back. Well, he's turned it back up this year. And last week against the Vikings, he calls a fullback dive on fourth and one. It fails. Oh my gosh. But then he survives because of a Tip juggling interception in the end zone by the Chargers. Woof. Staley survives. Come to this week. Chargers up 24-7 and halftime. Justin Herbert suffers some kind of finger injury on his left hand. He goes back in the game with like a splint uh, on his hand. I'm like, what is he doing out there? You're up. I think they were up 14. And you're like, why is he on the field? He cannot grip the ball under center. So he has to operate at a shotgun. Well, it doesn't go well. Um, and then they're faced with another fourth and one deep in their own end, nursing a seven-point lead. <laughs> okay, I can't do the fullback dive. I don't want to do a pitch to Josh Kelly. I don't have Eckler. Hmm. You know, I just saw the Eagles against Washington do what they're calling now the brotherly shove. That's what the fourth and one play is being called now, the brotherly shove, which is kind of cool. Sounds interesting. So Staley decides to dial that up. Remember, his quarterback can't grip the ball under center. Hasn't taken a snap under center since he had the, the splint on. And on the next possession, they were like, oh, the splint's really gaudy. Let's just put a, a glove on his finger and, and tape it up. And it just looks goofy, okay? And on fourth and one, they run the brotherly shove play, which is automatic for the Eagles. And Justin Herbert gets stopped, which is your 6'5 quarterback. They tried to push him from behind, just wasn't happening. It's like, oh, my God, total disaster. Raiders get the ball, but fortunately for Brandon Staley, um, they get inside the five, 
And AOC, the young rookie quarterback out of Purdue, makes a bad read, and Asante Samuel jumped the route. Interception. Uh, Samuel did end up going down way too early. He should have kept running. Um, and, and the Chargers survived. Now, what's interesting is, this is two weeks in a row. Staley has survived, thanks to his defense getting a pick late. And I'm talking, it's straight up survival. Like, Staley at one point wanted to challenge a play, and you could see him screaming with, into the headset, but covering it with his play sheet. But he was like, veins were popping out of his neck and head. He was so angry, and he did, can't lose these games, bro. I, I saw a Chargers season ticket holder. My daughter tried out for a volleyball team and, like, made the team this weekend. So then we go to, like, the fitting for, like, your jerseys and all that stuff. And I saw a Chargers season ticket holder there. He's, like, wearing his Chargers gear, getting ready to go to the game. And I've been to a game and hung out with I know this guy pretty well. He's in our volleyball crew. And he's, like, Jay, if we lose this game, Staley's got to be fired on Monday. Like, that's where Charger fans are. And this is not, like, non-football guy. This guy was, like, a pretty big-time football player in high school. And, like, all these guys passionately follow the Chargers. And, like, something's got to change. And Staley's a dude. He has now survived two of those. Uh, listen, uh, it, it's tough. He's under a lot of pressure. Herbert bailed him out with an incredible bomb to Palmer down the sideline to lock up the game. Um, and, and Herbert was dealing. However, it's crazy because Herbert, who I thought had an amazing game, he absorbed some big-time hits, was able to get out of pressure. Uh, Herbert only finished with, let me get this right, 167 yards passing against the Raiders. Kenny Pickett had a game against the Raiders. It's like very odd. Um, I got to give a shout out to Khalil Mack, who had six sacks, nearly the NFL record, which is seven. Derek Thomas, anybody who remembers the late Kansas City Chiefs edge rusher. Um, Khalil Mack was everywhere. And then I looked this up. Khalil Mack last year, remember he was quiet. Like, where's Mack? Is he on a milk carton? Khalil Mack had eight sacks last year. He had six on Sunday. Like, what a game. No Bosa, no Derwin James, no Eckler. That's a huge win for the Chargers. It's weird because they could be 4-0, right? They're so close. They should have beaten uh, Tua and the Dolphins in the opener. They had that game multiple times. Should have won that. And, you know, I think they wanted to rest their guys. They now have the bye week and then play Dallas coming out. Dallas has a body bag game against the Niners this weekend, which will be very interesting. So the Chargers are set up for some success here, assuming Herbert's finger's okay. But then after the bye, you get hopefully Derwin, Bosa, and Eckler back. You got hopefully a healthy Herbert, and it's like we can get rocking and rolling here. Um, I, I want to believe in the Chargers, but man, Staley, totally, completely living on the edge. I don't want to... I guess people want me to crush Staley for decisions. Here's the problem. It is a process versus results discussion, Okay. And you guys have all been here before. You can play the results, which are two fourth and one failures, or you can go by the process. If you get that first down, it's it's game over. And you're in the NFL, and you've got a star quarterback who is dealing. You've got a star quarterback who is, um, I would say for my money, after Mahomes, if you're asking me, Jay, who are you taking? It's Josh Allen or Justin Herbert. It, like, those are the two guys. If I'm starting a franchise, um, it's one of those two guys. Like, Herbert's that good. How can you not get a yard? Like one yard, that's it. Like you're an NFL football team. You've got a billion plays. You work in the offseason. Like you got you got all the tools. All of the tools are there. You need one yard and you don't have you don't have anything. And like I saw that with my Jets, and now we'll go to the Jets. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, 
The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. For instance, this weekend, my Jets and the Denver Broncos. Folks, somehow the Jets find themselves on the look-ahead as underdogs in Denver. Okay, Zach Wilson looks competent. I think the Jets got a shot here. Just consider it. Okay, get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Straight Fire. New customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code Straight Fire only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's 17 nothing. All we're seeing is Taylor Swift on the screen, and I'm like, all right, well, it's going to be a, a, no discussion of the Jets on the podcast. They're getting their doors blown off. And then you get the Jawan Taylor face mask in the end zone, results in a safety and then Patrick Mahomes throws two bizarre interceptions. And the Jets are right in the game. And this is one of those, like, I, 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 somebody asked, uh, if you guys watch Colorado USC on Saturday, Colorado was down like 34-7, 41-14, and Colorado fought and fought and fought and came back, and USC only won by a touchdown. 
And like they didn't come close to covering, although they were up huge half second quarter, third quarter. And somebody asked Shadur Sanders, the uh, Dion's kid, the quarterback, "Do you believe in moral victories?" And he goes, "I, I don't know what that means. I, I don't know what you're talking about." Now I couldn't tell. It, he had like a little smile on his face. Like I don't know if he didn't know what a moral victory was, or if he is just one of those guys who were like, "No, screw that. I don't believe in moral victories." Um, it felt like the Jets registered a moral victory over the Chiefs, if that even exists. Now, you can't take a moral victory and try to get into the playoffs. You can't take a moral victory and go to the, the owner and say, hey, hey, we were close. We did, we did a good job. We had progress. Like that does, It doesn't work like that. You know, That's just not how football works. It's wins. It's losses. This call falls in the L, a ledger, uh, a loss for the Jets. They're now 1-3. and three. But where it's a bit of a moral win is against man defense and a blitz-happy Spagnolo. Holy hell, Zach Wilson looked competent. He knew what he was doing. Zach Wilson looked like he could have won you some games. And he, it, listen, man, I'm not ready to put Zach Wilson as like, hey, he's he can be an average quarterback in this league or whatever. He's still very, very bad. But for three quarters or two and a half, he looked very good making all the throws. You could see the confidence was back. I don't know if it was that Aaron Rodgers was in the building or Taylor Swift or just simply what he was seeing. Now, Spagnolo is a bit of an old school guy. Doesn't play a ton of zone. A lot of, we're going to press you, and the Jets did okay against the pressure, but they're leaving then their cornerbacks on islands. And Wilson's making, I mean, he must have made five of the 10 best throws of his career last night, and they still lost. Like, he's putting the ball right on the dot to tight ends. I think I saw 10, 10 or 11 different Jets, maybe 12, caught passes. They're spreading the wealth. Not great for fantasy. I needed some more out of Brees Hall. I digress. Um, like, there's a lot of positives from Zach. But here's the problem. We knew Zach Wilson is awesome against man because he's got a cannon. That pass in the end zone, I, it was against zone. And he just zipped it right past the cornerback who was closing in. And Alan Lazard makes a catch. And it's like, holy cow, the Jets are tied with the Chiefs after being down 17-0. Um, so he can make the throws. But all any good defense has to do is, like, I mean, they got uh, they got Denver this weekend. Vance Joseph, who looks utterly clueless. And Justin Fields just had, like, an amazing game. I think the, they're calling this, I have to look up the exact stats, like the best game of Justin Fields' career. Uh, against a Vance Joseph defense. A Vance Joseph defense that gave up 70 to the Dolphins that let Sam Howell run roughshod over them. Like, there's an opportunity. First of all, Jets have to win this game. You cannot fall to 1-4 and four and then face the Eagles at 1-5. and five. Like, no. The Jets have to go there. So the thing is, is Vance Joseph going to keep to his tendencies, blitz, or is he going to be like, you know, no, 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 Zach can't read zones. Let's just sit in zones all day. Like, we'll see. I'm optimistic, but cautiously optimistic. You don't want to get your hopes up as a Jets fan. Come on. Um, weird game from Mahomes. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, keep it 100 with you guys on the pod. Um, at least twice during the game. You know, Mahomes' uh, Mahomes' wife was up in the box with Taylor Swift, and then Mahomes' wife was, like, apparently hanging out with Taylor Swift and, and Blake Lively. And if you don't know Blake Lively, come on, guys. You got problem. Uh, Gossip Girl? Hello? You got to follow Blake Lively. She's a great follow on Instagram. Um, and I, I wondered, as Mahomes is throwing these really bad interceptions, and C.J. Mosley dropped an interception, Mahomes did not have a great game. And this is wrong, and I should not say this, but I'm like, I just wonder if 
Patrick just thought 17-0, it's in the bag, and he just lost focus. And he's like, yeah, Taylor Swift's in the building. We're killing the Jets. National TV. My wife's up there with Taylor. And the focus wasn't there. Like, it just, they did not seem as dialed in after getting that big lead, which can happen. You start, you know, thinking about next week and uh, games go to your head and big celebrities in the house. And it's like, Mahomes, you don't see those terrible throws from him. Like, people were crushing the Jets. Hey, Jets, you can't kick field goals. They hit the crossbar, which, uh, or they hit the upright, you know, which was a killer. But, like, you can't settle for field goals on fourth and one against Patrick Mahomes. You've got to go for it, right? Mahomes is not going to keep making me. Oh, wait a minute. He just made another mistake. Like, it was an uncharacteristic game from Mahomes. And I'm not calling him out for not being locked in and dialed in and kind of goofing around, but it's very, very weird, uncharacteristic game from Mahomes. That being said, um, I, I just I don't know who's better than them in the AFC. And we could we could talk about Buffalo uh next. Um, they look extremely good since the Jets befuddled them. And basically, the only kryptonite for Josh Allen has been the Jets um, and the Chiefs' offense in the postseason or, you know, I guess the Bengals' defense last year uh, in the playoffs. But, like, who's better than the Chiefs? Like, they can scuttle around, screw around, pick up the three-point win on the road, and it's like, okay, they're the Chiefs. Who's better than them? The Bengals are certainly not. I, I mean, I was way off of the Bengals this year. They look awful. I don't know where they head from here, but they're not one of the top five teams in the AFC. And like, I know Burrow can turn it on and I just, I don't know. I don't know. They just, they look like a bad football team right now. Ravens don't scare anybody. I know they got another win and this is the second time in three weeks I friggin' won against them. I went against them actually three times in a row. I hit last week, but the divisional matchups like Lamar killed the Browns. Um, like the Ravens are three and one, but they're not scaring anyone. The injuries are so massive. Um, and they faced a backup quarterback in DTR, a backup rookie quarterback who looked way overwhelmed. So, like, who's good in the AFC? Jags, Titans, Texans, stop with the Texans. Uh, Colts, all 2-2. Two and two. Chargers, 2-2. Two and two. Nobody trusts Staley in the postseason. Bengals have fallen back. Ravens don't scare you because of the injuries. It's like, Bills and Bengals? Uh, Bills and Chiefs in the AFC Championship? Like, is it written? Um, and now we'll get to the Bills. And it's funny because... Two weeks ago, I told you it was my biggest bet of the season when they faced the Raiders after that loss to the Jets. And they came through. It was easy, no sweat. Last week, I loved them against Washington, but then I didn't put them in the contest because I'm a wuss and I'm an idiot and all this money came in on Washington. I'm like, wow, what? Are, uh, I don't want to do it. Now, I bet it personally. Like I told you guys last Monday, I bet it. And the Bills cover uh, easily last week. So then this week, same deal. Bills, early in the week. I love them against the Dolphins, two and a half. I bet them. Gets late in the week. You see this Jordan Poyer injury. You're like, oh, no. Ooh. You got to have safeties against the Dolphins. I turn into a wuss again. And I leave them out of the contest. And the Bills cover easily. They led. I mean, it was an absolute beatdown. Uh, hold on. I just want to call up the stats because I'm taking notes as these games are happening because I want to be prepared for this and the herd. The Buffalo Bills went 5-6 and six in the red zone. Okay. They open the game going touchdown, 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 punt, touchdown, field goal to end the half with 31 points. In the second half, field goal, touchdown, touchdown, and they're up 48 to 20. The Buffalo Bills have now utterly dominated opponents for 12 straight quarters since that Jets' amazing loss. Now, remember, they were up 13-3 against the Jets before Josh Allen starts going YOLO and makes a couple bad mistakes. Bills look dominant. Um, 
but it's like you win the battle, but you maybe lose the war. I don't know if you guys saw the Tredavious White injury. They're they're fearing it's an Achilles, um, non-contact injury. Goes down. He's their top cornerback. Um, they've got an injury at safety. They're getting old on the back end. Like I, I, I know it's a massive win for Buffalo. That White injury is huge. Now they will be getting Von Miller back, obviously, uh, and Josh Allen looks tremendous. He's he, you know Buffalo's right there, but. I don't know, for, for whatever reason. Like, I'm not surprised Miami got their doors blown off and they need Jalen Ramsey bad. The Vic Fangio defense is just, it's not great. Um, remember, Chargers went up and down the field against them. Buffalo went up and down the field again. It's only a matter of time um, before we see, like, a middle-tier team do that. The Broncos had some success, but, I mean, they couldn't stop anybody. So I guess those would be my biggest picture takeaways. Um, and, and, and listen, I... I'm a huge Jets fan, obviously, and people are like, Jay, you should be really upset that they lost. And I'm like, well, they covered. Zach Wilson looked good. Like, there are positives you could take away. Um, Like, folks, I was on the Steelers this weekend pretty heavy, and this is one of those games, like, two drives in, you're like, holy shit, I'm on the wrong side. It was over. And Pickett gets hurt. Pickett gets hurt. They can't stop the run. They can't stop C.J. Stroud. Uh, Matt Canada is calling awful, awful plays for much of the game. And at one point, it felt like a race between Vance Joseph, the DC of the Broncos, who was down 28-7 to Justin Fields. It was a race between Vance Joseph and Matt Canada, the OC of the Steelers, to who's going to get fired first. That's how bad both of them were on Sunday. Now, uh, Joseph got a little lucky. He sent a blitz, Fields fumbles, scoop and score, and then Denver comes back to win. But there's nothing positive for Matt Canada. And if he's got to have Maserati Mitchell Trubisky back there, Folks, I'm not feeling good about the Steelers. Like, I I don't know what it is why I can't quit this team. Um, I had them last week and it, it was a nice dub. Um, I was on them this week and you could tell early they were cooked. And it was one of those weeks. Uh, my worst week in the contest, one and four, only hit the Niners. And by the way, Cardinals dropped two touchdown passes in the waning seconds. By the way, I got to give a quick shout out to the Arizona Cardinals and Jonathan Gannon. Made fun of Arizona in the offseason a lot mocked Gannon's speech to the team where he's like, I want killers who took the bus to the facility. You know, idiotic stuff. Jonathan Gannon has these guys fighting their ass off. The Cardinals play hard for four quarters. Now, I know it was only one half against the Giants, but there was no quit in these guys. Michael Wilson, the young receiver. It's funny, TJ Hushmanzada, who comes on here, goes on the herd. He told me on the herd, he's like, the guy you got to watch, the receiver this year, is Michael Wilson in Arizona. So I... Was going to take him in fantasy. I didn't. He caught two touchdowns. He looks good. And I'm not the biggest Cardinals guy. I'm out on Kyler Murray. You know that. But at one and three, and they're fighting, I'm going to go ahead and pull them out of the Caleb Williams sweepstakes at this point. I don't think they got a shot. If you want, I know I know Bears fans are like a little disappointed today, but listen, here's the positive news. Ready? The Chicago Bears. Online to have the number one pick in the draft. Uh, Here's an interesting stat. In the last, since 2002, teams that start 0-4 have had the top pick in 15 of 21 drafts. Okay? And this is where it gets better. The Bears have Carolina's pick due to the uh, Bryce Young deal. So you now have two 0-4 lottery tickets. Your own, 
and the Panthers. And I, it just so happened Fox and I were talking this week, and they're like, hey, can you do a mock draft? I was like, sure. What do you do if you're the Bears? Obviously, you draft Caleb Williams. We got that at one. But do you take Marvin Harrison at two? So you get your receiver, you get your burrow, and you get your chase. You get your, you know, whatever, quarterback and receiver. Um, you get your Randy Moss and your quarterback. You get your uh, Justin Jefferson, whatever. Or... Do you trade the second pick, slide down a little bit, get more draft capital, and then take someone else at another position who you really like? A left tackle, uh, 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 someone valuable, another receiver that's not named Marvin Harrison. Or maybe you can get Harrison. I don't know. But I know Bears fans are sad. Right now, listen, short-term pain, long-term, huge gain. I'll never forget the Jets losing... Uh, sorry, Jets were on the way to getting Trevor Lawrence. They end up beating the Rams in a meaningless friggin' game. It was like late, late November, early December. In LA, they won. Killed a lot of Survivor uh, tickets because the Jets were like 13-point dogs or whatever. Won outright. And all the Jets fans were like, yeah, flexing like ass clowns when all that did win, all that win did was cost you Trevor Lawrence. And as a result, the Jets had to settle for Zach Wilson. And now... You know, Zach Wilson doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. Is Barring some miraculous turnaround, he's not getting a second deal with the Jets. And all because of one meaningless win in a season that was totally down the tubes. I know Bears fans aren't going to want to hear this, but like, just deal with the short-term pain. Deal with the struggles and the losses as they mount, knowing that there will be a better tomorrow right around the corner. And that tomorrow... Like, these losses last six days, seven days, whatever. It's over. Next week, who cares? A couple months. You get Caleb Williams, you're set at quarterback for a decade. Maybe longer. Once you get that franchise guy, once you get Herbert, um, Mahomes, Josh Allen, you don't, you don't move on from these guys. You get the franchise stud, you stick with him and ride it out. You don't trade him. You don't lose him. You kiss his butt and keep him in town and build around him. You know how hard it is to found a franchise quarterback? I, I use this example all the time. The Miami Dolphins had Dan Marino. They must have cycled through 37 guys now to get to Tua, who um, we don't even know if he's a franchise quarterback. He's having an awesome season. I don't know. Is he? You trying to tell me Tua is a franchise guy? Like, he's looked good, but I don't know. Is he? Like, we'll see. It's so tough to find him. They, they don't grow on trees. It's hard. Like, you know. Giants got Eli Manning. Nobody knew what he was. Guy won two Super Bowls. There's Jets fans out there, not me, who would give it a right arm to win a freaking Super Bowl. They haven't been to one in 50 years. At any rate, um, I will wrap up with my hottest take. I saved the best for last. And I do not have any bets because I was so pissed about the one and four in the contest. It's weird. One and four in the contest, but I went 10 and five in this picks thing. One of the guys on the herd told me about it. Yeah, decent payout. Um, and I went 10 and five and like instantly I'm, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people in it, but I'm like top 3%. And it's like, how am I hitting this? But I went one and four in the freaking contest. The lines are a little different by a half point, maybe a point. Um, and you can lock in like right up until I think game time. So at any rate, it's just frustrating. So I haven't looked at the card or bet anything. I'll definitely have some stuff for tomorrow, but I guess my, my, my large hot take would be that I think Kyle Shanahan is out to prove 
that running backs do matter. And he is force-feeding Christian McCaffrey like I've never seen before. I mean, this is not Derrick Henry force-feeding. Christian McCaffrey, 13 straight games with a touchdown since he became the 49ers starter, okay? Now, in the first game back, they played the Chiefs after the trade. He wasn't the starter. He played. But they lost that game. He became the starter the next week. They have not lost a regular season game that he started. Eagles game, they lose their quarterback. Bottom line, with Christian McCaffrey, this team is off the charts. He has been the jet fuel to take them to the next level. McCaffrey, okay, over 1,700 yards with the Niners in the 14 games he's played. I saw an insane stat at one point that I think he had over 100 yards rushing, 70 yards receiving, four touchdowns, and it's I, I keep wondering, like, Shanahan has backups. He could give the ball to Debo Samuel for my fantasy team. Um, Brandon Ayuk has really stretched the field. He, like, doesn't drop passes. Purdy's putting him on the numbers. And I'm like, look at Shanahan. I'm like, why is he force-feeding McCaffrey? Like, McCaffrey's getting carries in a two-touchdown game, three-touchdown game against Arizona. And I'm like, something's not adding up here. And the only thing I could think is, McCaffrey's trying to prove a point that running backs do matter. And... I don't care who our quarterback is, Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Christian McCaffrey eats, and he's what makes us special. Because he is really. Like, Brock Purdy's been excellent, obviously, and no, nobody's taken anything away from him. But McCaffrey is what's made this team unbelievable. And it's very weird. As long as he's healthy, I don't see how you can't make the Niners a favorites in the NFC. Like, we'll find out. Niners-Cowboys uh, this weekend. I mean, it's early. Shanahan has been utterly dominant in the play calling. I feel like he's almost stepped his game up since McDaniel has barely been unbelievable. And it's just to, it's just striking to me how much he's feeding McCaffrey. Remember, MVP is uh, a quarterback award. The last MVP running back was like Adrian Peterson, maybe? It's been a, lo- a while. And it feels like something's going, like Shanahan wants to get him the MVP. I don't know. It doesn't add up. Like, why wouldn't you bring in Elijah Mitchell to vulture a touchdown or... Uh, use check, give him a carry inside the five. I think he's had like one or two carries inside the five all season. It's just a lot of McCaffrey. And I, the whole time he gets the ball, I'm like holding my breath. He goes down, I think they're in deep trouble. And so why is he getting so many touches early in the season? It doesn't add up, but Shanahan loves him. And I, I listen, people love to talk about Justin Jefferson. He had two touchdowns um, Sunday. People love to talk about Jamar Chase. Um, and the skill position receivers, Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup. All these, I don't, Christian McCaffrey's probably more valuable than any receiver. And that's simply because he's a running back in that zone read, uh, zone rushing attack. And Christian McCaffrey is as good of a pass catcher as there is a receiver in the league. He's an immense dual threat. And as long as he's healthy, I think the 49ers might be the team to beat in the entire NFL. I'm very excited for this 49ers team. They continue to just browbeat teams. Every week, they're putting up 30 points. It doesn't matter who the opponent is, where the game is. Day or night, turf or grass, Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey are just cooking, folks. And Kyle Shanahan, man, he's on fire right now. I think the Niners are the best team in the NFL. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. 
bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download GameTime. And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. Download the GameTime app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code JMAC. That's J-M-A-C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. We'll wrap up with a Monday Night Football best bet. It sucks because I have the Seahawks in the Pick'em League. Um, but in my big money fantasy league, a $500 buy-in, I need Tyler Lockett to do nothing. I need Kenneth Walker to do nothing. And my brother is praying that uh, Tyler Lockett does nothing. Uh, my my son is hoping Tyler Lockett does nothing. So it's one of those like weird. And I know you're like, who cares, Jay? Who cares about fantasy when you're betting? And I'm like, well, I want my cake and I want to eat eat it too. Like I want everything. I know that's greedy and maybe bad, but that's how I am. So I'm not gonna go heavy on the Seahawks. I'm hoping they win like a 13-10 low scoring slobber knocker. Sounds like Andrew Thomas will not play for the Giants. Not great, but it's not like Seattle's pass rush is amazing. Um, I'm just hoping for a Daniel Jones, a.k.a. Vanilla Vic, a ball control attack keeping the ball away from Geno Smith and company, and it's a 17-13 or 13-10 kind of game, and and nobody does anything fantasy-wise, and uh, Seattle coming out on top would be excellent. So um, that's all for now. Finally, next week, we only have one 
Oh, no, this week we only have one, one, one Monday Night Football game. I kind of like that. Next week, four games at 1 p.m. This week, the games are duds. Uh, I mean, Patriots game was over at halftime. It just, they, they weren't exciting. So uh, next week, games should get better. I'll talk to you Tuesday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 